All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. We return Thursday edition of the Gregor Show. How are you? Welcome back. Sports 1440 live on Oilers Nation YouTube, uh, where, hey, if you're watching online, be sure to tune in to the pregame show with the... Ty Remchuk gets going in about an hour's time. The Oilers and the Dallas Stars. Oilers looking for their first win at Rogers Place this regular season. Uh, their first home win, of course, came at Commonwealth, but they've uh, yet there was there was no horn, right? Uh, May who knows? Uh, maybe they don't need the horn. Maybe they should switch it up. I'm kidding, of course. But uh, Sam Gagne will become the first Edmonton owner in franchise history to play three different times. For the organization. Becomes the 38th player in NHL history to do that. And uh, he will have the fifth longest space from the first time he laced up from your team to the third time when it started. His uh, 16 years in between uh, his first year to now. Of course, the NHL record is 24 years by Patrick Marlowe. Marlowe actually had three stints with the Sharks as well. Now, let's get it is the Gregor Show presented by uh, PlayAlberta.ca. And uh, if you look at the orders are favored by PlayAlberta.ca. Should have faith, order fans. I know there's lots of texts coming in. People, ah, it's Wedgwood. They never beat backups. Ah, never's too strong of a word. The orders were actually pretty good uh, overall against backups last season. Um, yes, they don't beat them every time. Nobody does. So we'll see. Let's get to the uh, spec report brought to you by GS Construction. If you're looking... For a new gig, need to change a pace? Well, how about work for a company that has uh, longevity, that has security, and uh, great benefits? Go to Indeed.com and look up GS Construction. They are hiring as uh, Mark Spector from uh, Rogers Sportsnet uh, joins us 
once again on the show and uh spec the uh the Oilers uh, they welcome back a gentleman uh, the fans used to refer to him as Sam Wise he came in uh you know I was looking up uh Sam Gagne really endeared himself I think the first time to Oilers fans when he fought Ryan Kessler when uh Kessler and the Canucks you know they hate the Canucks and um Vancouver scores an empty net goal and there's some whacking and then Gagne fights Kessler he's an 18 year old rookie on it was a it was a hockey night in Canada game and uh, that kind of started I think there there's a pretty strong love affair between Gagne and the fans well and he was the was he not the first of those high picks when people started to think okay we're going to turn this franchise around and and it was going to happen around Sam Gagne. And back then, was it? Correct me if I'm wrong here. Back then, it was around Sam Gagne and Cogliano and Robert Nilsson. They were a line, right? They they were a line. And, yes. Uh, sorry. Yes, they were the line. Short period of time. Yeah, they were the line, and and fans had you know rightfully so. Fans had all kinds of hope around those guys, and they were they were going to lead this team out of the darkness and. Well, I don't need to. We don't need a history lesson on how that went, but it's, it wasn't their fault. It just it took a long time, and I think you know you can say a lot of things about those Oilers that maybe that you thought they should have done differently, or you you could have done differently, or you would have liked to have seen them do differently. But I don't think anyone ever looked at Sam Gagne and said he wasn't giving us everything we hoped he'd give us, or he you know he wasn't trying. He was a prima donna. He didn't get his hands dirty. None of those things. He was a good player for a long time here in Edmonton, and that's why people still love him. Yeah, well, if you look at Sam Gagne, actually, look at his draft class uh, from there. There's there's not many guys you look at his class. Say, oh, geez, they really missed on it. Like Sam Gagne's tenth in goals, ninth in assists. He's eighth in points. He's uh, I think he's fifth yeah. or sixth in in games played. He he was never now he's a sixth overall pick. Sixth overall picks aren't supposed to be first overall picks, right? Like he was never a dominant player, but he was he was a pretty solid player. Like you kind of knew what you were getting from Gagne most of the time. Well, but there's different, for, you know, first round picks are, uh, you know, they're different. They're, they're, it's longevity you want. You want mm-hmm. a good hockey player. There's no, you know, Scotty Thornton was a first overall, not, was a first round pick. Mm-hmm. And all he did was, you know, he played on your third line, but I think he played about 950 games. That's a good first round pick. You know, Jason Arnett was a first round pick. Oh, he was, he was actually- a different player than both of them. He played a long time. Led a team to a Stanley Cup. He was a good first round pick. Andrew Cogliano played twelve hundred games, and and all his best work was done in the bottom six. He was a good first round pick. He's just not what you envision. He wasn't a you know an eighty ninety point guy. So you know, to me, when you're drafting first in the first round, you want a guy that's a genuine NHL player, and then you were going to figure out where he fits in your lineup. Uh, Sam Gagne, he's a genuine. NHL player, no doubt about that. What do you think he's got left? What do you think he can add? Ooh, what can he add? Um, you know, what he can add. I think. I think he's smart enough. I'd like. I want. I want how he's skating. First of all, I want to see him skating with his hips fixed because he slowed down, and I know why he slowed down. So if he can skate, I think he can check for you. He can kill some medleys for you. He's a fourth line player, uh, but he's probably got. Second line hands still, right? Mm-hmm. He's a guy that when he gets the chance, he knows what to do with it. If he sees the play, he knows how to make it. Uh, so that's what he can do. He, he's a depth player who in that playoff game, when there are many chances and one of them goes to your third or fourth line, if he's on the ice, 
you got a lot better chance of uh, having that chance go in the net than a lot of other guys I can think of. Yeah, I mean, I, I think honestly, uh, for the next 40, 50 games, um, you know, it's uh, him and Derek Ryan. I, I don't know if both would be on your uh, playoff roster, but uh, there might be one, and it might be an open competition here uh, down the stretch. So uh, we'll see how that goes. Uh, the orders uh, welcoming yep. the Dallas Stars, who are 6-1-1 one, and one spec. Uh, they're really winning on that. We had uh, Brent Severn on, and he goes, man, they've really been winning on the shoulders of Jake Ottinger. Ottinger's off to an unbelievable start for Dallas. Um, you know, Dallas's power play is atrocious. Their penalty kill's great, though. Uh, which probably falls on the shoulders of the goalie uh, a little bit. Uh, they've been good at five on five. Mm-hmm. Uh, their their own coach admitted to us today that man, we have not started very well, and the, and the the numbers back it up. They've been outscored eight four in the first period, um, but they've been able to really come back in the second and play great. And the orders are the opposite. Orders have actually had good first periods and then completely soiled the sheets uh, the rest of the way as they've been outscored twenty three to uh, what is it ten in the second, third, and overtime period. So uh, not ideal for Edmonton. But like this, is a, to me, Spec, the order is this is a game they should win, and it would be grossly disappointing if they didn't win. And more so, I think this is a game where, you know what, uh, you know they can win handily, I think, without having to face Ottinger. Well, they're in a great spot. Like, I, I think I'm with you. I, I put a lot of importance on this game, and I'm not yes. that overreacting guy that, it's calling things a must win in the first 10 games, believe me. But, you know, there's a, they can keep momentum from that heritage game, right? Yep. They can win back to back for the first time this year. The standings are, are ugly. Two points will get you a long way. And, and with this road trip coming in a week's time, they can, they could really make the standings look a lot, you know, more comfortable yep. if they get some work done. So to me, it starts tonight. You got a team that played last night. That's a check mark. You got a team playing their backup goalie. That's a check mark. You got a team that's been winning a whole bunch and again won last night. I think that, you know, the odds tell me that you should be hungrier than they should be. That no one should be hungrier than the Edmonton Oilers right now. So this game is there for them. It's, not, it's never easy. The other team's trying to. I get it. But this is one the Oilers should, should get both points out of for sure. Um, we've talked lots about uh, Connor Brown. Uh, two young players in, in Holloway and Broberg. Uh, you know, you look at, at Broberg, and I think by the end of the month or maybe even beforehand, if he's clearly your number seven, then they might have to make a decision to, to even if it's for a few weeks, get him down and play some significant minutes in the American League. But uh, yeah. Dylan Holloway, where are you at as far as his, you know, it's only eight games, but uh, have you seen anything? Uh, what have you seen from Holloway so far this year? Well, I see a guy whose game's been pretty good up until about the final 15 feet. You know, he's a, he's a, if the rink's 200 feet long, he's about a 170 foot player right now. How about that? Uh, I don't mind his game defensively. Like, remember last year? Mm-hmm. Remember those errors he made earlier last year that were directly ending up in the order's net? And yeah. there was this a big argument about how do you keep him in or should you take him out or is this how we're going to learn or all those things we are, you know, we discussed. He's not doing that this year. He's much better defensively. I'm not saying he's perfect, but yeah. he's much better. Yeah. Uh, he's using his speed. We like that. He's using his size. We like that. But it stops the minute the scoring chance arrives. So him, McLeod, and Brown, none of them have a goal. Uh, it's particularly Holloway and McLeod, it's time here. Let's go. It's time to, to start helping here. Because at some point, if you're not helping, Jay, what are you doing? You're hurting them. Yeah. Yeah, no, I would agree. I think that line, and you know what, they're probably going to get the uh, the second line, which is, uh, you know, according to Severance, maybe being their best line lately. So it'll be a good test 
uh, a little bit for them tonight. Um, Brown has been around it, but hasn't finished. Um, you know, we spoke to him. He was very confident. He feels his hands were there and it'll come. Uh, it was interesting, like listening to him and then listening to Dylan Holloway, who doesn't have that NHL experience to fall back on, right? You yeah. can, you can tell that Holloway, like, I think the eight games, like him missing chances is kind of in his head more where Brown's like, yeah, it's eight games, man. Like, I'll be fine. I can score. Right? It, it's amazing. And that's what experience does for you. Like, even though both of them are, have, have goose eggs, one has a very different attitude, at least outwardly anyway, and in, in, in how he presented where he feels his game's at. It's such a huge thing, experience, right? People, you know, there's so many things we don't even know about. When we talk about bring up Raphael Lavon, put him on the second line right now, yeah. you know, Give Holloway more ice time. Playing with McDavid. There's so many things going on in there that that a young player, their head is spinning. And you make the – that's the best analogy I can think of. Connor Brown is chilled. He knows he's done it. He says, I know I got hands. I know I'll score. Yeah. His, you know, his, his keel is even, as they say. Uh, and Holloway, he's – hey, he's never proven to be an NHL scorer. What's he got? He's got six goals in 70 games or something. So, you know, he's he hasn't broken out of slumps before, really, because he's sort of never scored more than one every five or six games. So he's not there yet. That's, you define, Jay, you define an inexperienced player, and he needs some good things to happen. Experience, he'll, he'll learn that, hey, finally, if you stick with it, something goes in. Uh, let's hope for the kids' sake it happens soon because, you know, he's had some chances, but he's not doing much with them. Yeah, for any player, man, confidence is such a huge factor. And so, you know, I look yeah. at that and I could see Mass- Holloway and Lavoie. Poten- I know they're a left winger and a right winger, but you can always move Fogel back to the left side if you have to. If You know what? If, if Lavoie keeps going up in the American League, and it's only five games, but like by the end of November, if, if Holloway's kind of, you know, stuck in, you know, in mud a little bit offensively, he doesn't require waivers. I think that's when a conversation's had. I think it's a month away, to be honest. I don't think it's one, two, three, or four games. I think I'd look and say, at that point, you're kind of at the 20-game mark. We'll see where it's at. Yeah. yeah. I don't mind that. No. I'm not, listen, I don't mind that a bit. If if all, And the thing is, I think you, you pass a certain point in the National Hockey League where you know the young player pushes and pushes, and he goes up and he goes up. And if he can't get out of it, now it can become crippling, and now there is a confidence loss, and, and that's what coaches get paid for is to see those sorts of things, right? You don't want a guy ruining his confidence. There's no need for this, right? Set him down to the A, give him 22 minutes a night, let him pop some goals and bring him back. He's a young guy. He's going to play. Don't worry about it. That's why you have a farm, man. I, don't, I would be absolutely supportive if that ends up how it goes. That's why you have a farm team. Use it. Mark Spector joins us. The Spec Report brought to you by GS Construction. Uh, one last one for you, Spec. The drought is over. The Texas Rangers have their hey. World Series. And, man, like this one was really not debatable. They dominated from start to finish in this World Series. They were clearly the uh, the better team. And, uh, you know, kudos for them. Uh, you know, kind of put a check mark. It's another uh, franchise. It's over, what is it, 54 years uh, for them, and they get a championship. And uh, there's lots of uh, Ranger fans who now can say, I can die happy. Yeah. Uh, do you have a team that you've supported? Like, I was a, I'm was, i a Cubs guy. Mm-hmm. And when they won the World Series, you know, they never won one in my lifetime, so it was pretty cool. Uh, you? Uh, well, no, Hartford moved, and when they moved to Carolina, it, it's not the same. Um, it was like it wasn't the same for me at all. I don't know why, but I was just like, no, it's like I like the whale tail, 
and uh, that was gone. Um, I was a Dolphins fan for a long time, and then uh, their owners' uh, viewpoints and a lot of things I just couldn't align myself with anymore. So, right now, Spec, uh, no, I'm, I'm, I can't wait till uh, Ross moves on. Then I would go and cheer for the Dolphins again. But uh, until until he leaves, you go back to the Dolphins. I don't uh, like you know my son's a Chiefs fan, so I cheer with him. But it's not the same, right? Like. It's, it's just not the same for me. I don't have that same, like, duper Marino, uh, kind of passion for it. So I'm just, uh, biding my time, um, until, uh, Ross leaves. So, and you know what? They won't win when he's yeah, there anyway. Was- so I'm a big believer in, uh, in karma. So they're not going to win when he's there anyway. So it'll be perfect when he leaves. <laughs> I saw on the internet some guy breaking down and crying in front of his TV today. And the guy who tweeted it said, this is my dad. And he's been a Rangers fan for, you know, his whole life. The yeah. guy looked like he was pushing 60. And uh, you know what? I thought that that poor sucker, he's seen every Ranger along the way, the, from Buddy Bell to Nolan Ryan to all those dudes, lose. You yeah. know, and there he sat in front of his TV in Dallas or Fort Worth or someplace in Texas. And they that last called strike went over the plate, strike three. And, you know, the guy, it was amazing. The guy just broke down crying. Oh, yeah. It wasn't fake. No, it, I, I it think wasn't there, fake. I think there's <laughs> lots of fans out there. Um, like there's a whole generation, like order fans who are, who were around in the eighties and early ninety, I guess were spoiled, of course. And, and in a good way, that team was excellent, but you know, you had your heart broken a little bit in 2006, which probably, you know, created a lot of new fans. Um, the arrival of dry settle McDavid created a lot of new fans as well, but there are some fans that have been around a long time. Cause think about it. You all of a sudden become a fan of the orders in 92 for whatever reason, maybe you're 10 years old and now you're a fan. Well, you know what? Yeah. You're 40 years old now. And uh, you've seen your team get to the uh, final once. You've seen your team, uh, you know, have some heartbreak a little bit. So, yeah, I could see it for sure. There's, there's going to be fans now. You're getting close to fans of 30 years that have never seen it. Now, that's not long compared to Texas or the Maple Leafs or something. But hey, 30 years is still 30 years, right? And there's no guarantee. It isn't. No, there's no one. And you know the other thing that we were so lucky, we not only had the Oilers, we had the Eskimos too. Yeah. And back then, it mattered. Like, I yeah. know younger guys listening to this show, they'll go, ah, whatever. But back then, CFL was a big deal. And for us, young, a young Jason Greger and a young Mark Spector, we didn't have – we got, like, one NFL game a week on TV maybe. Yeah. Uh, so it was a big deal. So we, we were so spoiled with that team. Then along came the orders. And I'm with you. Listen, I've got I've got sons. i got one son who's, who's about 31, and he's – probably the biggest order fan I know, you know, and he's never seen an or- the orders win a cup and, and he doesn't care to hear about all the fun we had in the <laughs> Jason. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's not interested in hearing about, he's heard enough, man. And so have I. So I'm with you. It's time for the orders to win. And, the, and when it happens, there's a lot of long suffering folks out there. And, and I'll tell you what, I'll buy him a beer. <laughs> <laughs> it would be a fun time for sure. Speck, we'll see you at the rink. Have a good one. All right. Thanks, Jake. That is uh, Mark Spector, uh, Roger Sportsnet, presented by GS Construction. Uh, when we come back, we have the uh, – we'll get to the lineup for you, some uh, tidbits and notes around there. We'll also go in the room on the Jason Greger Show, presented by PlayAlberta.ca. You can text us 833-401-1440 in our Jiffy Lube inbox. Uh, be sure right now, uh, stop into a Jiffy Lube. Remember, winterize. Planet, don't wait, man. Winterize right now at Jiffy Lube. Your car will thank you. 
527. Welcome back. Jason Greger Show on Sports 1440. Live on Owners Nation YouTube. Uh, we are coming to you, as always, from the E-Well studio. E-W-E-L dot C-A, your one-stop shop for all your electrical needs. And they are, like you, huge Oiler fans, man. They got memorabilia all over that place. They always have Sports 1440 running. So if you stop in, you got to pick up. You don't have to miss any of the show. All right. Check it out. E-W-E-L dot C. A, uh, the uh, Edmonton Orders, of course, in action tonight against the Dallas Stars. First meeting of the season between these two teams. Uh, over the last four years, they've met nine times. One year they didn't meet, of course. That was the uh, lockout year. And the Orders are 5-3-1 and one in their last nine meetings. Versus Dallas as it's uh, time to get to the uh, lineups brought to you by Sherwood Power Sports and Marine. They have a brand new state-of-the-art facility in Sherwood Park. It has... 91,000 liter test pool that services all your boats. It has a drive-through service. You don't even have to unload your boat or your ATV. Check it out right now at Power Sports and Marine in Sherwood Park. Pretty sweet place, man. That, that, it's got the huge black building. You'll see it's exterior. It's unreal. But uh, I saw the pool inside. Well, pool is probably the wrong word. They're not swimming in it. But you want to test your boat, man. 91,000 liters. Nice. Uh, orders lineup tonight. McDavid, Dreisaitl, and Warren Fogle. Will he be Warren Skogel tonight? We'll see. Uh, you have the line that was very good against the Flames. Nugent Hopkins, Hyman, and Kane. You'll have Brown, McLeod, and Holloway. Then uh, Ryan and Gagne are the two extra forwards. Matthias Janmark uh, still not skating with the group. So uh, they, they, they don't want to give a timeline on his injury. So who knows when he'll be back. Uh, I'm guessing he won't be ready for Saturday afternoon either. That would be a pretty educated guess, considering he hasn't practiced all week. Are they going to practice once and then play an afternoon game? Unlikely, I would think. Uh, on defense, Nurse and CeCe. Bouchard is back with Ekholm to start the game. Uh, he's been playing a lot there anyway. Uh, even the New York game, I know he started uh, in the Calgary game. He started away from uh, Ekholm, but uh, very quickly did they gravitate to that pair back together. And then you have DeHarnay. With uh, Brett Kulak, both of those two scoring their first goals of the season in the uh, Heritage Classic. And uh, Philip Broberg is the uh, seventh defenseman. Stuart Skinner will get the start in goal tonight for the Edmonton Oilers. The uh, Dallas Stars will have their backup, Scott Wedgwood, in goal tonight uh, for them uh, up front. A lot of the, uh, you know, their, their line combinations really aren't changing. Radic Faxa is out. Uh, he's, uh, he missed last night's game in, uh, Calgary. He's still banged up. So, uh, he'll be out. Uh, Robertson, uh, Rupe Hints and, uh, Joe Pavelski, the top line in Dallas. Then you've got, uh, the young sophomore Wyatt Johnson, who's, uh, looking very good with Dadanoff and Ben. Uh, Matt Duchesne, big free agent signing with Tyler Sagan and Mason Marchment. And then, of course, Sam Steele, the uh, local product from our Dross, and then into uh, Sherwood Park. Uh, Craig Smith and Ty Delahandria are the uh, the fourth line. You'll have uh, Ryan uh, Suter, uh, Miro Heiskinen as a pair, Thomas Harley, uh, Yanni Hockenpah, and then uh, Essa Lindell and Nils Lundqvist, solid defense core. In Dallas, we mentioned their power play very much struggling right now. They scored two goals on 27 chances with 8.7%, but then they've allowed three shorthanded goals. So their net power play is actually minus 4.4. Not ideal. But their penalty kill, very good. It's at 92%, but they've also scored a shorty. They've only allowed two power play goals and they scored a shorty. So 
pretty good. They're like a 96 net. The uh, orders penalty kill at 72%, not good. Their power play is decent. It's ninth in the NHL at 24.1%. But uh, by their standards, I think they'd want a little bit higher. There's uh, there's no question. So uh, there you go. That's the uh, orders lineup brought to you by Sherwood Power Sports and Marine. Uh, we got a lot of text uh, to get to at uh, 833-401-1440. Hey, boys, uh, what character is uh, TR and Shorzy? I'm just getting into it. He's Hitch, man. Hitch, check it out. Uh, you'll see, the minute you see him and you listen to him talk, you'll know it's uh, it's TR. So uh, there you go. Hey, guys, uh, I'm with you in spec. Uh, trust me, I am... Uh, 39 years of age. I've been a diehard Oiler fan since I was 10, and I don't recall much success. Hopefully that changes sometime in my lifetime. I couldn't imagine cheering for a team for 60 years and never seeing them win. I don't know how some fans do it. Well, it's true. Like, think about it. Like, there were, and I get, like, when you reach the Chicago Cubs and the Boston Red Sox type of slumps, like, there are Liberty fans who never in their lifetime got to see their team win. Like, I know it, but it does impact. Simply say, oh, it doesn't matter. I'm like, well, it does. Like, think about how many hours you've put in to being a fan and rooting for your team. Never mind some of the money you've spent, whether you go to the games or the merchandise you buy or whatever, food and beverage. Just think about the hours. Now, you love it. Otherwise, you wouldn't do it, right? You No one forces you to be a fan. You choose to be a fan. And it's great. It adds excitement to your life some days a lot of frustration to your life right it doesn't matter but you like it it's good so i uh i i could see how you know fans like you know what like like an oiler fan i unless you're young and hopefully you don't die young no oiler fans at the point yet where they can say geez i've lived so long i've never seen them win because they won in 1990 right that's only 33 years ago so I guess if you're 32, then yes, you can say that. In your lifetime, they've never won, right? Maybe you were born later in 1990, sure. You can say you're 33 now, just turned, you haven't won. But that's not that old yet, right? Because at what age did you become like a real fan where you really care? Like I, I look at my son and he always cheered for the team, but like now he gets it, like he's reading up on stats, he knows what's going on. I, and, and he's nine turning 10. I, I would say last year, plus he got to go to the playoffs. And I think that helps, right? Cause for like a long time, there were some order fans who were, they were cheering their favorite players were on teams, not in Edmonton. How many, if, if your kid was uh, born in the late nineties, a lot of their favorite players were Ovechkin, Crosby, Patrick Kane, because the orders, they weren't winning very much. They weren't that good. So lots of kids are like, well, I cheer for the orders, but my favorite player plays for this team. That's just kind of how it goes, right? So I, I don't, the, the only way to fix that is becoming competitive, right? Hey, guys, are the orders keeping seven D-men around to maintain competition from the burglar? Um, I don't know. Like, if they only have six, is Vincent DeHarnay, who's, who's yet to be like a regular NHLer for a long time in his career, suddenly not going to play? Like, I don't think so. And right now they have 11 Fords. Like, are they all, hey, guess what? We don't have anybody around here, so I can just slack off Adam Ernie just got to put on waivers. Right? So, no, I don't I don't think that's why. I think they had Broberg here. He had a really good camp. But, again, it's training camp and preseason, and that is very different than the regular season, as we all know. It's uh, it's very different. So, you know, see how it goes. 
Guys, uh, born in August 1990, waiting all my life to see the orders win the cup from Adam and Spruce. Ah, there you go, Adam. You're right. Young 33-year-old. And so yeah, that's true. You've probably been a fan for a good 25 years, let's say, right? Because when you're little, you're not, let's be, you might, you know, might have a picture of you in a jersey, but you're not really caring about it, right? So let's say 25 years. It's been a while. At least you got to see a cup final. But the other thing that order fans is, like, imagine being some of those teams, but never having a great player. Like, that's the other thing. Like, right now, order fans are like, well, even if they lose, like, we still get to watch Connor McDavid most nights. That is, that's a big benefit. Right? Leon Dreisaitl. Like, think about if you're going to the game tonight or you're watching it. How many of you are like, I'm probably going to see something good? Obviously, you know, the number one goal is, and, and maybe now that's worn off. You're like, hey, the sort of team's got to win. Like, I want to get to the playoffs. Totally valid. And I do believe the orders, you know, there's no guarantee every game they'll win. I think this is a game the orders win, and I actually think they might win by two or three. Dallas played three games in four days. Edmonton is rested. They're feeling good about themselves. You know the crowd, Sam Gagne, it's going to add a little juice. Now, I'm very curious. If I'm Jay Woodcroft, I am starting Sam Gagne tonight. I don't think he will. I would. Because there's certain times where you have to trust your team, Connor Halley. you got to trust your team. Right. And you got to read the situation. Right. Sam Gagne is very well respected in the room. Right. But he's a big time fan favorite. I'd have no problem doing it. Like these are small little. Planning for your next trip. Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway. Like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Details. I watch other teams at certain times. You can't always just start McDavid's line or Kane line. You can't always do it. Right, look at Vegas. Look at how often Vegas started their fourth line. Right? To me, if I'm Jay Woodcroft tonight, I'm starting Sam Gagne. Now, if you want to start Gagne with McDavid and Drysaddle, fine. I didn't say his line because he doesn't really have a line. But I would start him tonight. That's immediately where my mind went. Put him up there with McDavid and Drysaddle if you want to. I mean, it's not going to hurt you that bad for him to be out there 35 seconds, whatever it might be. You're not ideally going to get pinned into your own end for the entirety of that shift. And even if you are, 
is he the worst guy to have out there? I mean, it, it could be worse. So I think it'd be great to do that. You get the crowd going, uh, starting for your Edmonton Oilers, number 89, Sam Gagne. The crowd's going to get into it from the start, along with McDavid and Drysaddle. So I'm 100% with you. Take advantage. Give him his give him his shine. The crowd will get into it, and it, it just makes sense to me to, to give him that moment because Oilers fans are buzzing right now. Coming off that big win at the Heritage Classic, I think it would just be a great way to keep it going. Yeah, for sure. Hey, guys, is fatigue really much of a factor, as people are saying? These are top-notch athletes who play uh, 30 minutes a night. I don't think there may be two hours of activity. Uh, the guy at the same level is being suggested. Oh, no, there's travel. right? You get in late, so you don't get your sleeping habits the same. You're not sleeping in your bed. Oh, no, trust me, fatigue's a fact. We're not talking to these guys like, <gasps> I got no energy. But if it's a 2% reduction, man, that's a significant difference for high-level athletes. Three games and four nights, your legs can get fatigued. It's true. Like, there, there's scientific studies done on this. Yes. It's not massive, but we're talking 2%, 3% maybe. Maybe some guys, it's 4 or 5, depending. Right? But no, it definitely makes uh, a factor. Greg's hadn't even thought about 100% now that you said I'd start Sam Gagne. And that one comes from Peter. Well, what, like, what could it hurt? And, like, like you start him on the right wing with Drysaddle McDavid. So now you got McDavid and Drysaddle fans are going nuts. Oh, and here's Sam Gagne. Right, you you introduce them last. You give the crowd a big round of applause. Like, who doesn't like a little feel good story? Everybody does. So I see no reason not to do it, especially with eleven forwards. And Sam Gagne doesn't have a legit line. It's easy. Hey, Warren and Warren Fogle's not going to be like, oh my god, this sucks, right? Warren Fogle gets it. If Sam Gagne gets one shift out there to start the game with him, why not? It'd be great. 540, uh, we'll come back. We'll go uh, in the room. Cody Cece is off to a very good start. Him and Darnell Nurse, the, the, the doors have struggled. Nurse and Cece have been very good. We'll talk about that, and we'll get to Pete DeBoer's thoughts on his team and uh, what he's concerned about tonight. That's coming up next on the Jason Greger Show, presented by PlayAlberta.ca. Uh, 544, there's a few little uh, kids uh, running around the mall here uh, just outside the UL studio. <laughs> Still wearing their Halloween costumes. That's just so awesome for kids. You think about it. You wear it for one. You know, no, I want to wear this a few more days. Hey, why not? Love it. Love it. Oh, man. Being a kid's awesome. Think about as you make your way home, like you have your favorite shirt. People, oh, you can't wear that. Why? Why can't you wear the same shirt three days in a row? Who cares? If it's your favorite, do it. I mean, no problem. It's like Ray Donovan. He always wore black and white. You know, get three of the same shirts. I've seriously, I've done that. I now have a few shirts that's exact same. And I'm like, I don't care. I like it. Throw one in the wash and wear it the next day. And the truth is, very few people remember what you wore the day before. You might. I don't think many do. Cons could come in here. Like, I could probably do a test to see how many days before Connor says, are you wearing the same thing? I don't think you'd know. Would you? No, no. no. Not unless it was like something crazy. Like, if it was, like, a, a hot pink shirt, sure, maybe well, I could yeah, pick yeah. up on it. But no, mm-hmm. no. If it's black like Ray Donovan, you're good. Yeah, I could wear a black T-shirt probably almost <laughs> every day, and I don't think you'd say anything. Right? Like, I have, I have most most guys have multiple black T-shirts, without question. Like, just plain black. For sure you do. Now, uh, let's go in the room brought to you by Next Gen Trance. All the new platform trailers have arrived and are ready for work. Go to nextgentransportation.com. Uh, Cody Cece, you know what? Very quietly, him and uh, Darnell Nurse have uh, reverted back to their 2020. Actually, Nurse had a decent season last year, too. But uh, Cody Cece's last year wasn't as good as it was the year before. Might have played with a nagging injury. 
But uh, I just asked him kind of, you know, not focused on the record aside. I'm just trying to talk about individuals and as a, as a pair. What, uh, what does he think about the start for him and Nurse? Yeah, I've uh, I've thought we played uh, pretty strong uh, so far this year. I mean, obviously we, we uh, want to win more games, but uh, there are some positives in our in our game right now that we need to keep going if uh, we want to be successful. Pinpoint anything that's different early on between you two, and not that you had a bad year last year, but like your numbers this year as a group as a duo are, are a lot similar. I don't know. I mean, uh, we're just. Uh, we're just playing playing solid right now and uh i mean that's all all we can do i don't know if there's any uh certain thing i mean we're not really uh i don't think there's any huge changes so uh yeah i think we're just uh off to a good start i mean there's ups and downs in a in a season but we just got to try and keep it going as long as we can I know there's been a lot of talk about the system, which I'm not sure is necessarily as accurate as some people think. You guys have, there's not many systems to play anyway, whether it's box and one or you went back to kind of more aggressive man-to-man the game against Calgary. As a defender, is it does it really matter? What- it all comes down to execution and how hard you're working in, in that system. System's more of just guidelines, but if you're not working, it doesn't matter what you're playing. It's not really uh, there to bail you out. So, uh I think we got excited for that for that Calgary game. We played a little more aggressive, and uh, we had a way better result. So I think we need to to take from that and just uh, try and play that way the rest of the year. So there is uh, Cody Cece. Can't pinpoint anything. Uh, health guys never want to use health as an excuse, but it can be a factor in in how you play. But uh, you look at it. I think it was Zach Lang at Oilers Nation. Uh, uh, had uh, a whole list of, uh, you know, where Nurse and CeCe amongst pairs who have played at least 100 minutes together, where they're ranking. And uh, they rank, uh, you know, a lot, top 10 in a lot of categories, which is, you know, that's what you need, right? Uh, so now they need other guys to get their game at the same level. There's been a few. I think Warren Fogle, I think you'd like his start, Zach Kyman, uh, Leon Dry. So there's been some individuals for sure, but there's some others who can, uh, I think, have room to elevate their game. And when they do, I think you'll see the orders get on a little bit of a run here and uh, and start winning some games. Uh Pete DeBoer. They're 6-1 one and 1. Pretty happy with their start, no question. Pete DeBoer that all that guy does put him on a team and his teams are competitive. There's very few years the Pete DeBoer teams aren't competitive. They get, you know, maybe it doesn't last very long in certain places, but he always gets tired, right? It's it's kind of odd to me. Like why Teams are like, uh, and usually it's because you're on competitive teams. Like, wow, we didn't win the cup, so I guess we got to make a change. And um, I'm not always sold that it's the uh, uh, that it's the best decision, right? Overall, because you know, like if you look at Pete DeBoer's track record, man, it is uh, it's pretty impressive. That guy, he uh, he knows how to win, or his teams, you know, they have success. There's, there's no question, right? Like you look at, he's in New Jersey. They go to the cup final, right? He's in San Jose. They lost in the final. Uh, and then, you know, they lost in the third round. Like he was there. They were good. Vegas lost in the third round two years in a row. Then he missed the playoffs once and they get rid of him. <laughs> now I know they, they, they ended up winning. So hey, it, uh, it worked out, but Dallas also went to the third round his first year. Like he has success right away, man. It's crazy. Like first year in Vegas, lose third round. First year in San Jose, go to the cup final. First year in Dallas, lose in third round. First year in New Jersey, losing the final. It's like, oh, it's pretty, it's, and maybe that's why doesn't because he set such a high bar the first year. But he also is inheriting decent teams. I think that's fair to say. It's not like the Stars revamped their entire team. But uh, we asked Pete DeBoer. He was asked actually um, if playing against Connor McDavid kind of motivates guys to be on their toes more. 
I, th- I think it brings the best kid. out of your entire team because you really have to defend Connor with five guys. You know, it's not as simple as as one guy shutting him down. Everybody on the ice has to know when you're on the ice against them. Everybody has to have awareness. Everybody has to work uh, as a group to shut him down. And and then you just cross your fingers. You know, he's going to get his points, but you know, you hope you can out- outscore them and and try and limit his chances. Did you like your game last night? Well, they came on pretty hard. Yeah, I, I like I like parts of it. You know, again, I, I'm not. I, I've said this before. We're eight games into the season. I'm not sure there's a coach out there that that likes their game right now. Uh, you know, this is a there's a, there's a long road here in front of us. I think there's pieces of our game that I like that are coming. Some pieces we're still working to clean up, obviously. And I'm sure Woody's saying the same thing on the other end. Um, you know, I do know we're finding ways to win games, which is the important part while you're working through that process. What yeah. are you not seeing on your power play? Uh, just not sticking it in the net. You know, I think, I mean, you know, we've had a little bit of uh, execution, early season execution issues. We've had a little bit of uh, our five-on-five game bleed into our power play where we're not getting to the interior enough. Uh, you know, my concern level isn't high. Uh, this is this was an elite power play all year last year, and we have the same group back. So I, I'm I have no doubt we're gonna work our way out of it. And I, I already see real good signs of that coming. We could add a couple last night. Uh, you, you know, the second game of back to back, you're playing against a really well rested team. I guess what's mm-hmm. the kind of the key to kind of keep your legs going? Yeah. Well, we we've got to survive kind of the first 10, 15 minutes here. Our start, our starts haven't been great overall. Um, really sporadic, uh, and you know, real emphasis on that tonight. We can't. We got to manage the puck and not beat ourselves in the first 10, 15 minutes because we know they're going to have good legs and be ready to go. You mentioned it's only eight games, Peter. You've been coaching a long time. At what point do you look and say, okay, I expect things to be yeah. at the level that I would like? Is it 15 games? Is there a number? I don't know if there's a number. I mean, you know, you look you look. every, every year is different, you know. I mean, you know, I think Boston last year had it rolling right from day one. You know, I think, uh, you know, if you looked at Vegas, they probably put it together the second half of the year more than than uh, than early. Uh you know, it, the the most important part, you know, and there's two parts to this. You have to get in the playoffs to give yourself a chance, and you can't you you can lose that opportunity early in the season if you're not putting points in the bank. But then you want to be playing your best and be your healthiest going into the playoffs. That's that's the critical piece. So, you know, would you like to go wire to wire with your A game? We, that's that's what we all focus on, but that's not realistic and. We're all working through that. Peter, have you seen any drop off of the Bells? Not really. No, you know he he still his his game. You know it's never been predicated on speed and skating. So, and you don't lose those cognitive hockey IQ skills at uh, forty. Maybe at fifty five, like I am, but uh, you don't at uh, at forty. So uh, he he's still one of our most valuable players almost every night. There's Peter DeBoer. That is In the Room, brought to you by NextGen Transportation. On behalf of uh, Connor Halley and Terry Ryan, I'm Jason Greger. Thanks so much for tuning in today. Also, uh, Declan Cougar running things at uh, Orders Nation YouTube. Uh, of course, speaking of uh, Orders Nation YouTube, stick around. i got the uh, pregame show coming up uh, right now. Just stay on the channel, and uh, you'll see it coming up at the top of the hour. Orders taking on the Dallas 
stars. If you missed any uh, interviews on the show, go to jasongregor.com. They're there. Or anywhere where you get your podcast for the full show. And you can watch the entire show again on YouTube. Let's get to uh, Connor Halley at the Final Sports 1440 update. Uh, brought to you by Edmonton Kubota. And hey, you always want to plan ahead. You know it's coming. So uh, you need snow removal? Get your snow game to your A game at Edmonton Kubota's powerful snow removal equipment and attachments. It's your key to a smooth, hassle-free winter. Go to EdmontonKubota.com. Good night. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 